Jumping into today's podcast, taking out all that music, all those commercials, giving you the meat and potatoes. For instance, today we talked about my kids. They've got their graduation ceremony at school, and I hardly ever get to catch these things. But it's what I'm going to catch with my son after he went to the ER. That is not normal. Plus, I'm on the hunt for a gym now that I'm back here in Central Florida. I have one class that starts today. We'll see how it goes. Okay. How about today's doing the right thing? A dozen Boy Scouts came in saving the day. All in today's show. Let's do it. We got to, we got to give it out to individuals out there, right? That's the way that we start the show every single morning. It's Obi, Chloe, Slater. Slater, you had some motivation this morning. I did. So I, I'm growing my hair back out, not cutting it for charity, just growing it back out. So I'm only going and getting the neck trim like once a month. They cut the back of my hair so mm-hmm. it doesn't look atrocious. And I was taken aback. You know when they say you're this many days old when you realize something? I didn't realize that a lot of the hair salons, even like the Grey Cut Sports Clips or the high-end boutique ones, they actually, a lot of them have to pay to rent a chair. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you're a waiter or a waitress, but instead of making $1 or $2 an hour and then tips on top, you actually have to pay, and then you're only really making those tips. They do. They do. And it's funny that you bring that up because... You know, we may not think about it, but our hairdressers, they kind of build their own schedule. And depending on how busy they are, what that month looks like, I mean, really, it can go month to month depending on how much money they're making, what the cost of renting that chair may be. So if people don't come in, you're not making any money. So you go to work and you work all day and you sit there and then you got nothing to show for it. Well, and that makes me think about tipping too. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you you leave there and you're like, man, what's an appropriate tip for a haircut these days? Like everything's going up. Almost like what's the appropriate tip for somebody who delivers your pizza today? Like what's the appropriate tip? Yeah. So uh, maybe go above whatever you think is appropriate. How about that? I like that. That sounds like a good yeah. thing. <laughs> All right. So to you people out there who do haircuts, thank you for making us look sharp this morning with the national anthem. You want that money? We know it because we want it to, to be honest. It's OB, Chloe Slater. This is K92.3, home of the country cash grab where you've got $1,000 coming your way at 8 o'clock. That is the first stop. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. How are you? Uh, Well, I would use that $1,000 on... (laughs) Maybe going to the doctors, getting that checked (laughs) out. No, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. All right, that's the problem with live radio. But uh, no, I would use that 1000 bucks on my freaking breaks, which y'all... uh, know from the podcast that uh, I wait all the way up until the moment, which I don't, I don't know if it's the right thing to do or not. I don't know if that sound that that's, that's it's it nicely a, that's, saying that's car language. You know how dogs like talk to each other in a certain way. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Your car is like, yeah, help me. I didn't hear it this morning though. When you pulled in. Yeah. But maybe you didn't hit the brakes hard enough. Or Thank maybe God. they're already past that point. Maybe they're already past that little <gasps> that little mark. Or you your music was so loud that <laughs> when Obi rolls up, the music is jamming. His windows are down. So that could have been too. It's true. So, Chloe, you're the opposite, though. I'm totally opposite of you. Like, that stresses me out. The fact that you're waiting till the very last second before the wheels fall off to take your car in. I'm somebody who, it's so funny because my um, light is on to go have an oil change done. And I'm, I'm like around 100 miles over. And Ooh. that to me is like, oh, no, I need to take my car in immediately, get it done. Like this week, I'm doing it. Um, I'm such a rule follower. I 
go in when the time says on the little sticker in the left-hand corner that they put up there to get your oil change. I rotate my tires. I do the routine checkups on my car because before I left for school, my dad told me right before I left for college, he said, if you take care of your car, Chloe, your car will always take care of you. And that's something that has stuck with me. And I'm... uh, I'm just, yeah, it's important to me. You know, the lights are in there. You know how, like, certain things, they're set to, like, break down after a certain point. That's because they want you to spend more money. So those lights, those are just because the the auto business is trying to get your money. Wait a minute. You That's about what they're the, trying to do. The, the warning lights on yeah, your panel? it's a conspiracy. <laughs> they're just trying to get you to spend the money so that way the car industry and the whole business continues to work. So you just bop those out. Now, I can show you how to do it. You open the you panel. You know how to do it? You just oh, bop no. those out so no, that way you no, don't no. have to look at them anymore. Oh, my. It's like a All Christmas right. tree. 844-254-9232. Hey. OB. Yes, sir. This, I want to talk to Chloe. I want to talk to Chloe. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hello. I must commend you with the highest respects because there's a lot of women out there that totally ignore their cars altogether. Wow. And then they have husbands or boyfriends that sit there and go, why did you mess up your car? At least you stay on top of it, unlike the two men that you're sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, well, thank you. I appreciate it. You're and welcome. I think, too, just being a female, my fear is always like to break down or something happens if I didn't pay attention to maybe that light that was on or the tire pressure's low. Like, I never want that to happen. You just, you just throw out your thumb and you hitchhike. And okay. somebody takes you home. That's, that's safe. it. Yeah. Maybe, that's really maybe safe. not to your home, but. You know. <laughs> that's terrible. Flater. That's not fair. Now, come on. There's some honest people out here. If she was broke down and I saw her, I would gladly take her to her house and quickly leave. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, come on now. You guys got to give her a little bit of slack. I know she's the minority in this group, but for crying out loud. $1,000. Let's get that in your pocket today. It's K92.3 with our country cash grab. Again, we've got a couple weeks of this left where we'd love to give you $1,000. We're doing it five times a day. So five grand a day that this station has been giving you for weeks already. And it's not even close to being done. All right, it's Obi Chloe Slater. Good morning. Hey, that $5,000 may uh, help that medical bill from last night with your son, Zach, ending up in the ER. I really got to look at my text thread. I saw you sent messages, but I didn't know this is what it was. No, where did you see this, Chloe? You saw this on Facebook? I saw on it on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, oh, so my wife put the book. I, I didn't alert anybody about it because it didn't happen until late last night. So, okay, so hold on. Let, let me let me regroup. So I was very excited about today because today, Slater and Chloe were going to let me leave early. You know, morning shows, we don't really get the opportunity to do things like first day of school, last right. day, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. So today they have their award ceremony for their last day of school, and I, I'm going to get to be a part of that. My son is going to look so different, though, because he's got a freaking cast on his left arm after breaking his arm yesterday uh, during basketball practice. How did he fall? Did he? So, was, so I was, it, was it a fall? So I wasn't there. I was with the I was with the baby. And uh, so mom decided to take him. You know, mom really doesn't get a lot of time to see basketball games. So I was like, all right, you take him to his first. Oh, by the way, it was the first practice ever with his new team. Oh. Uh, and I guess tumbling to get the ball to like save the ball from going out, uh, he took a tumble and landed on his arm wrong. And so, yeah, so we ended up, at, I just did the grand opening. This is just some behind the scenes, y'all. But for Advent Health, I just did their grand opening for the Flamingo Crossings at uh, Town Center. It's there. beautiful. It's gorgeous. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to service not only Walt Disney residents and employees, but those people who live around. So mm-hmm. residents around there. 
So yesterday, Zach ended up being the first kid to get his arm done there in the brand new facilities there at the Advent Health ER. So where are things now? Do we have to have surgery? Are we not sure yet? He's going to have a cast. Right now, I guess they have the temporary cast, and then he gets a real cast a little bit later. And uh, I I asked him, I said, you you have one day, one day of school left. Maybe at least uh, today the kids can sign the the temporary cast. That's what I was thinking. That, That would be pretty good. Sign that. Did the ball still go out of bounds? Like, that's where that's, my head's at. That's a mystery. <laughs> at least did he do that. K92.3. From backstage to the front page, it's all access. Yesterday was Blake Shelton's last night on The Voice. Gwen Stefani, she shared a video of Blake leaving their house to head to set for the very last time. The Voice, for the last time, will be asking me to be your mentor. <laughs> Good, thank you. Good. There he goes. On to the next. Wow. Final time. Final time. And he said, don't ask me to be your mentor because Gwen (laughs) will be on next season of The Voice. So they started the show with Blake walking down the hallways on set. The crew members were like waving these big red foam fingers that said Team Blake. And Carson Daly, who hosts the show, also honored Blake, presented him with a retirement jacket uh, that actually had all nine winning seasons on the back of it. It'll it'll be displayed there at The Voice on Universal Studio Sound uh, stage. Adam Levine was also at the show last night. Adam and Blake have a great relationship and so many uh, people shared farewell videos to Blake during the show and one of those videos was from Gwen Stefani. Who would have thought this Orange County girl and this country guy from Oklahoma would find each other on the set of The Voice and then next thing you know Blake and I start becoming like besties falling in love. Hi Blake. A pretty girl. Ew. (laughs) I like that that's Adam Levine. Remember they were like they were a couple. They were the best friends. It was the bromance mm-hmm. before Gwen stepped in. And a lot of people are like, God, like, I, I don't know if I like them. And then you kind of fall, like, while they are singing their songs together, they have two number ones, remember, that K9I23 played the heck out of. Yeah. So, like, people fell in love with them, but, like, Adam Levine, he felt like the third wheel, like, on the show. Right. And I, I bet in real life, too. That's why he kind of, like, left the show and went off and did his own thing. <laughs> he lost his boy. Yeah. <laughs> Much like a lot of guys do when, yeah. you're, when your dude, uh, when your boy gets hooked mm-hmm. up with a girlfriend, <laughs> you yeah, just say like, goodbye. Bye. Well, and speaking of those number ones, Gwen goes on in that video to say, who would have thought someone like me from Orange County would have two number ones on country radio and we would fall in love? So it's just this beautiful love story and we're so excited for them. And just this next chapter is Blake, I wouldn't say heads into retirement, but we know we'll be spending a lot more time at home with the boys and Gwen. 23 season, 12 years. Thank you, Blake Shelton. And Miranda Lambert sharing that she learned actually to sing at church. Growing up with the Pentecostal, that's all about the music. You know, raising hands in the air. And I, I think that's where I started to pick up harmonies. I started singing in seventh grade in the youth group. And I was very shy. But church felt like a good place to start because it felt like a safe house. Okay, okay. I would have never thought Miranda Lambert was shy. But look at her now. By the way, that's a party. That's a party. (laughs) That is. And lastly, Jelly Roll shared a teaser of his new documentary that'll be on Hulu on May 30th. It's called Jelly Roll Save Me. I came out of jail with a plan. I was going to put every piece of energy I had into music. It's almost like something just clicked right then. You know, I think that doc is going to be better than probably Luke Bryan's, Jason Aldean's, just because a lot of people want to find out. where. How did Jelly Roll become who he is? 
Well, and so many people have shared that Jelly Roll, his music has literally saved them. And that's a lot about what this documentary is, you well, know, really speaking to his audience. You see people like running up in the teaser, like hugging him, crying him, just how much he means to them and they mean to him. It is going to be beautiful again. So that'll be out on May 30th. And his new album, I'm very excited about. So new music coming from Jelly Roll, Wits at Chapel, will be out on June 2nd. So lots of exciting things in the work for our man, Jelly. So you can see all these stories up online at K923Orlando.com. It's time for the O-Town Showdown. Powered by Appliance Stockade in Merritt Island. Good morning. All right, so Jennifer of Deltona, say good morning to Leah of Palm Bay. Leah of Palm Bay, say good morning to Jennifer of Deltona. Good morning, Leah. Yeah, this is where we take two cities. We're playing the game where we throw some trivia questions your way and we give you a fantastic prize, whoever can get the two first. And that prize today, Slater? It's Mystery Ticket Week. So you're headed to the Mid-Florida Credit Union Amphitheater. Could be seeing Eric Church, Dirks Bentley, Sam Hunt, Zach Brown. We won't know until it's done. Jennifer, who do you want to see? Honestly, any of them sound amazing. Right? Leah, you? Uh, I think any of them. <laughs> okay, okay we like that. Round, so I'm hoping it's one of the other ones. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so Chloe here has your questions. Of course, it's not uh, who's the smartest, it's who's the quickest with their sound. So let's get that sound right now. Leah, what's going to be yours when you think you're right? I'm going to go simple today. Let's go with me. Okay, and then Jennifer, you? Ding. Okay, we're ready for the showdown. Okay, let's do it. All right, Leah and Jennifer, question number one. This country artist celebrated his last night on The Voice after 23 seasons. Blake Shelton. You got it. One for Palm Bay. Deltona looking for one to stay in the game. Question number two. This Ferris wheel is located at Icon Park on International Drive. What you got, Leah? The Orlando Eye. You were on it today, Whoa. Leah. Jennifer, you were right there, too. But, Leah, you're the winner of the O-Town, O-Town Showdown. Showdown. Congratulations. Mystery Ticket Week is sending you to see Sam Hunt September 7th. Oh, awesome. Thank you guys so much. Now, Jennifer, come on in here for this air hug. Our favorite part. Come on. Oh, yes. We feel it. That's we love. feel it. That's love. Ladies, thank you for participating in another edition of the O-Town, O-Town Showdown. Showdown. Thank you. K-92-3. Do the right thing. At 725-925, we'd like to highlight someone doing the right thing. And Slater, you have it this morning. So growing up, I was not a Boy Scout. My brother was a Cub Scout growing up. I know, Chloe, you were... A Girl Scout? Girl Scout. Okay, so you sold those delicious cookies. I did. So what they're known for is getting different badges for doing certain things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Girl Scouts, do they do it Same too? Thing. Like, you, you start a fire, you could sell something. Yeah. So I don't know if they have a life-saving badge. They should because there are two dozen Boy Scouts that saved the day in Boise, Idaho. There is a firefighter. 80-year-old, by the way, retired firefighter, Eric Valentine, who works as a freelance photographer and was hiking in Idaho with his wife when he slipped trying to remove a plant that was on his shoe and fell 60 feet down a hole. His wife looked up to the sky and said, God, please send me angels. Within minutes... 
two dozen Boy Scouts showed up between the ages of 15 and 17 years old wow. and helped Eric Valentine, again, 80-year-old firefighter Eric Valentine, to get out. He went through surgery. He has broken bones, but they say wow. he will recover because of these Boy Scouts. Man, these these kids, right place, right time. And here's what I love about any organization like that is that you're, the, the organization itself is trying to fire up these youngins to be great leaders and to be future prospects for uh, just great contributors, right? And then here they go in a potent, swift act. All those kids are probably like, wow, look what we did. And I admittedly, growing up, I would poke fun at some of the boys. Like, there was one of my favorite movies of all. Chevy Chase was in it, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And they kind of poke fun. Man of the House is the name of that one, if you, if you go back in time. You poke fun at, like, you know, oh, yeah, they're, they're a Boy Scout. They are legitimately learning things that yeah. we all can learn from. Yeah. You know, I feel bad about doing that, by the way. That was that was my apology. Well, it's all good. You know, uh, the the fact is, is that, uh, uh, again, if you get a, an opportunity to be a part of an organization like that, you're firing up your kids at a very young age that they may not be somebody who's a, a park ranger or something like that. But at work, wherever they work, they're going to be different. Yeah. They're going to be a leader. And these boys literally jumped into action and saved this man's lives because who knows if they were not there where yeah. things would be and God bless him for recovering and at 80 years old 80 years old like it's it's a God moment yeah we're gonna go a step further anyone that's a Boy Scout Girl Scout learning that you are a part of this crew that today Obi Chloe and Slater say you're doing the right thing doing the right thing brought to you by Renewal by Anderson Windows and Doors for more RBAFLA.com doing the right thing on K92.3 K92.3 doing the right at 725, 925, we like to highlight someone doing the right thing. And Slater, you have it this morning. So growing up, I was not a Boy Scout. My brother was a Cub Scout growing up. I know, Chloe, you were... A Girl Scout? Girl Scout. Okay, so you sold those delicious cookies. I did. So what they're known for is getting different badges for doing certain things. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Girl Scouts, do they do it Same too? Thing. Like, you, you start a fire, you could sell something. Yeah. So I don't know if they have a life-saving badge. They should... Because there are two dozen Boy Scouts that saved the day in Boise, Idaho. There is a firefighter, 80-year-old, by the way, retired firefighter, Eric Valentine, who works as a freelance photographer and was hiking in Idaho with his wife when he slipped trying to remove a plant that was on his shoe and fell 60 feet down a hole. His wife looked up to the sky and said, God, please send me angels. Within minutes, two dozen Boy Scouts showed up between the ages of 15 and 17 years old and helped Eric Valentine, again, 80-year-old firefighter Eric Valentine, to get out. He went through surgery. He has broken bones, but they say he will recover because of these Boy Scouts. Man, these these kids, right place, right time. And here's what I love about any organization like that is that you're, the, the organization itself is trying to fire up these youngins to be great leaders and to be future prospects for uh, just great contributors, right? And then here they go in a potent, swift act. All those kids are probably like, wow, look what we did. And I admittedly, growing up, I would poke fun at some of the boys. Like, there was one of my favorite movies of all. Chevy Chase was in it, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And they kind of poke fun. Man of the House is the name of that one, if you you go back in time. You poke fun at, like, 
you know, oh yeah, they're, they're a Boy Scout. They are legitimately learning things that yeah. we all can learn from. Yeah. You know, I feel bad about doing that. By the way, that was that was my apology. Well, it's all good. You know, uh, the the fact is is that uh, uh, again, if you get a, an opportunity to be a part of an organization like that, you're firing up your kids at a very young age. That they may not be somebody who's a, a park ranger or something like that, but at work, wherever they work, they're going to be different. Yeah. They're going to be a leader. And these boys literally jumped into action and saved this man's lives because who knows if they were not there where yeah. things would be and God bless him for recovering and at 80 years old 80 years old like it's it's a God moment yeah we're gonna go a step further anyone that's a Boy Scout Girl Scout learning that you are a part of this crew that today Obi Chloe and Slater say you're doing the right thing doing the right thing brought to you by Renewal by Anderson Windows and Doors for more RBAFLA.com doing the right thing on K92.3 Listen for the Star Spangled Banner, performed each morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. on K92.3. Supported by Attorney Dan Newland. In a wreck, need a check? Google Dan Newland. K92.3. Two people, one date, zero texts returned. Second date update. Brought to you by Attorney Dan Newland. In a wreck, need a check? Google Dan Newland. We've been fortunate enough to be talking to Amy. Amy, you're in St. Cloud, and you were telling us that you went on a date with a former Marine. I think that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool, too. Um, You know, we've been talking for a while. I was really into him. You know, he just seemed like a good guy, like really morally upstanding. Yeah, I just kind of confused. Like, he even met my son, who's 13, and they seemed to get along. And then just all of a sudden, I felt like he wasn't responding. And y'all have been on one date or a couple dates now since he, I figured since he met your son. We'd been on, I think, one like official date, but we'd been chatting for a while. So okay. We had, like okay. talked on the phone a few times. Okay. And, and what if he's just not interested? I mean, some guys just have commitment issues. Sure. I mean, like, that's fine. It's, you know, I'm a single mom. I'm used to people deciding that they're not interested for whatever reason, but usually they give me a reason or talk to me about it. And he just, he also just seemed like such a morally upstanding guy. So I figured I would at least get a phone call. So that's what you're looking for. An honest guy. And that is it even worth it? If he, if he's not getting back to you, you know, that like, it doesn't sound like he morally is what you're looking for. I guess, but I don't know. I'm I'm a, I'm a girl that likes closure, so right. Yeah. I just right. want to know the why. Well, I'm All sure right. you just want to clear the air, so let's go ahead and try to get him on the line. There's no promises, but we'll see what we can do. Okay, great. Thank you, guys. Hello? Uh, yes. Was hoping to speak to John, please? Uh, may I ask who's calling? Yes. Uh, so, John, my name is Obi. That's Chloe. Hi, John. And Slater. What up? So you've got three of us because we do a morning radio show for the station here in town, our country station, K92.3. All right. Okay. I, 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 what's, uh, what's <laughs> well, I, I didn't cool. know if you knew of the station or not. So Okay, so we do the morning show, and the reason why we're calling you is because you went on a date with a girl named Amy. And we'd love to pair you two back up together again. Uh, yeah, um, I did go on a date with Amy. Before yeah. we even start this conversation, can we also say thank you for your service? She did share with us that you served in the Marines, so thank you. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, I mean, I was kind of hoping um, just by uh, not responding that she would uh, 
get the hint that I wasn't interested without well, having to get Well, it. you yeah. being in the armed services, you guys always finish the job. So that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to help you finish and just let her know what happened. Um. All right. <laughs> I uh, I had a chance to, to meet her son. Uh, nice young man. He, but he's uh, 13 years old. And, um, you know, I can just really tell that he... He just lacks discipline, to be honest. I mean, just I, I'm used to like you know people that are go-getters. You know, people that just go after what they want. They have structure in their life, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, just the first time I met the boy, he had a a limp handshake. I mean, and it goes a long way. Like I, I he had a what kind of handshake? A limp handshake. Like it was just Not uh, firm. didn't. Yes, exactly. Someone's handshake says a lot about who they are. Like those are the kinds of people that go places. And, uh, I mean, no offense to him. Amy's the one who raised him, but the boy's soft, you know? Well, and she shared with us, you know, she's a single mom. Yeah, no, I get it. It's it's not easy uh, for single moms out there. It's just there's certain situations, you, you know, ahead of time that it's probably best not to step into. And that was oh, kind of wow. what I was uh, trying to avoid not getting too deep into this situation where I know it's not the best already you know? listen i know i'm sure she's trying to do the best she can in 13 i'm not a parent but i know myself when i was 13 like those are hard those are hard years also that age like nowadays because everybody's looking at their devices i don't know how many people even know what a handshake is wow. like post covid oh yeah the, <laughs> yeah the kid just plays video games all day like, okay oh, there's... So, so let's do this because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and amy is on the line she had a chance to hear all this and and so really john the reason why we did this is to get you guys talking amy oh geez oh, well, okay. I, honestly like i I'm, I'm like amy. not even sure i want to talk anymore yeah i understand I'm, like, I'm... I, I just thought that's why i didn't respond I, it was i didn't know how best to say it that's the truth of the matter uh I am a single mom doing my best out here. I'm sorry, you're worried my son is soft? Like, one of my favorite parts about my son is that he's vulnerable. And Aww. that's so hard to instill in boys these days. I mean, look, all due respect, I know you come from a military background, but if my son wants to play games and likes mac and cheese, like, what harm does that do? Amy, when when was his dad out of the picture? Like, how long have you been doing the single mom thing? Um, honestly, since he was ten, he's been like fully out of the picture. But he was pretty much useless for the first ten years of me raising him. So I felt like a single mom most of his childhood. But but do you not see like how me stepping into this family dynamic is just? I mean, it's something I just can't let go. You know, like that's it's present. This is what exists in your guys situation right now yeah i mean i guess if you don't have what it takes to like raise somebody it's good that you didn't get involved but you know you say he's soft and i say that you're not as upstanding as you like to present like you said you were a guy with integrity and you can't even text me and tell me that you're not interested wow maybe it's not gonna work out you know i mean i think that's pretty clear second date update did you miss it catch the latest drama on the k82 3 app Bailey Zimmerman on K92.3. Orlando's number one for new country. We just gave you $1,000 right now. Going to do this again at 10 o'clock. K92.3's Country Cash Grab. Going all the way up until 5 p.m. All right. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. So let's talk about that second date update with Amy and John. Because being 13, they 
13, right? I think he was 13. That was, that her, was her, 13. Her son was 13. Her son, her son. Yeah. Amy's son was 13. That's tough. I mean, I said that to her. That is some tough years, especially those teenage years, middle school years. You're trying to find yourself, figure out who you are. As a parent, you know, I can only imagine too. Yeah, I, I have some experience with this. So my parents, I was 13 when they divorced. And when I was 14, my father found somebody that became... Now my stepmother of mm-hmm. the past 25, almost 30 years. And I think the success, and I have to applaud John, even though maybe he used the wrong words or anything else, right. he knew the right way that he, he it was not right for him to move forward knowing that the sun is soft and then trying to change the sun. He knew that that wasn't the right thing. Yeah. My stepmother didn't do it. I don't do it with my fiance. He has two, two boys, 11 and 9, and we just are there as supporters so we don't reprimand. We'll parent in that, hey, we're, we're going to champion behind you, mm-hmm. but you can't do it. There's so many people that grow up and they go, I, I didn't know how to live because this parent's telling me this, then this you know, step-parent came into my life for a little bit, then they went away. This boyfriend yeah. did this, this girlfriend did this, and it's, uh, it's a lot. You know, Those years are tough without that, with just two of your actual biological parents raising you. Well, and I can imagine I had a, you know, I mean, essentially what we're doing is we're talking about raising somebody else's kid. Yeah. I mean, because if you get into a relationship with somebody else's kid who's not in, in the behavior, then what are you supposed to do? So I remember we had uh, friends growing up that they were divorced and uh, the the kid was just so bad, but it was because the mom was trying to be his best friend and the dad was trying to win him over too. Yeah, and I was like, wow, what a what a tough scenario there. So how do you and your fiance, I know you, you just mentioned it a little bit, parent when it comes to, I guess like every day. So if maybe the boys are misbehaving and you notice sure. it, do you go directly to your fiance or how does that uh, I will usually bring stuff up. It's funny, right? Because kids will pair people against each other mm-hmm. like all the time. Like, and hey, I remember when I used to do it, my older brother all the time would be like, huh, I want this. Like, if one parent says no, then you go to the other parent. Yep. Right. And, and that communication, it's such like a cliche, but it's a thousand percent true that you have to communicate. So if I see something, I go, hey, I saw this. I like I have her rule book pretty much memorized. So you know, and she has you mine. Know how she parents. Yeah. So so if it's not good, if I'm the one that's there after school with them and she's still at work, I'm like, hey, you know, your your mom said that she didn't want this. Mm-hmm. You know, but we follow the rules that that actual biological parent created. Right. You know, and go, these are the rules. This is the playbook. This is what we're going to do. And I mean, that's been success the last couple of years. And like I said, my stepmother followed that. I follow her plan to a T because that's what she taught me. And my mom and dad co-parented fantastically together wow. and knew that uh, that is the family unit that's successful. Mm-hmm. You know, so for the second date update, like for the both of them to actually know that uh, you know, maybe the second day it's not the right thing. You know, like maybe maybe it won't work out. Uh, I mean, a testament to being an adult. You know, you know you don't want to be. Hi, Well, and good for the two of you. You know, now you and your fiance to be able to know that you both parent a little bit differently, and that's okay, and that you're able to do it that way. You know, because I'm sure it can be hard sometimes. You like want to bite your tongue and be like, oh, you know, you want to say something, but at the end of the day, especially like you, you said, yeah, mom doesn't want you to do this. Yeah. Well, and I can't, I can't imagine the dynamic too. I just can't imagine the dynamic of coming into a scenario where somebody else has already been raised by somebody else. Mm-hmm. 
and you're just trying to offer advice. Uh, and just, I, but I think if it was polar opposite, if we didn't have any of the same stuff, right? Which you yeah. guys do. You have a lot in common. You'd run for the hills, or you just go get ice cream because it makes everything better with kids, <laughs> right? Yeah. A double scoop. <laughs> Enjoy. This is Obi, Chloe, and Slater. K ninety two three. Orlando's number one for new country. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.